gets really overwhelming if you just get started and you have no real clear plan about where you're going. I want to be like, nail down your mission. Well, hey friends, welcome to the Christian Podcaster. Of course, I'm your host, Eric Nevins. Thank you so much for being here. The Christian Podcaster is the show where we introduce you to Christian podcasters and where you just might find your new favorite binge. As always, this show is brought to you by Christian Podcasters Association. Uh, get a free bronze membership at christianpodcastersassociation.com. We've got a free video series for you there to teach you some of the stuff we've learned as we've uh, gone about podcasting over the last let's see, four or five years and some free downloads there as well, including the exact process I use on my show uh, to book guests and make sure they show up prepared. So you can, you can get that um, again at christianpodcastersassociation.com. Would love to have you in. Today, we've got a really great uh, conversation and our guest, she is the, um, I keep wanting to say proprietor, but she's the podcaster behind grace enough podcast, Amber Cullum, Amber, welcome to the Christian podcaster. Thanks for having me, Eric. I'm excited to have you here. I love hearing all about, uh, you. So uh, tell us just a little bit about your podcast and where you are. Yeah. Uh, my podcast, like you said, is Grace Enough. And I have been podcasting since February of 2019. So goodness, what is that? About a year and a half now? Are we over a year and a half? Um, I can't, I don't even know. 2020 has been like the eternal year. So <laughs> yes. It feels like I've been podcasting for decades. Right. 2020 <laughs> is a decade, I think. <laughs> I know. It's so true. Um, and my podcast really is geared towards encouraging other believers um, that God can use you no matter what, no matter what your past story is, no matter what you're in now, um, to impact his kingdom. And so I share stories, but beyond that, usually it's a topical type of show and I'm talking to someone who has experienced, you know, quote unquote, <laughs> that topic as a result of um, their life journey. So it's been really, really fun. I love it. That's a great idea. Um, so let's see, I want to learn a little more about you. So where, where are you from? So I grew up in Kentucky, in right. the hills of Kentucky. So <laughs> It's funny, if you're not familiar with Kentucky, I mean, Central, Eastern, and Western Kentucky are three very, very different places. And so I grew up in the mountains and then um, went to the University of Kentucky and met my husband there a little bit after grad school, actually. Um, we moved to Tampa, Florida, had all three of our babies there, and literally when Levi was two months old, found out we were going to move to Raleigh. Um, and Levi's my youngest of three. And so now we live in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I love it here. Oh, that's fantastic. Ah, you beautiful. you like it? That's interesting. Yeah, Kentucky. I've, I don't think I've, I think I've driven through, but it's an interesting place. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky is beautiful, Eric. It is beautiful. <laughs> Actually, that was what I was thinking. Bowling Green is a place, right? Is that? That is a place. Mm -hmm. And kind of Western Central Kentucky. Yeah, yes. yeah. On my way, maybe to Nashville or someplace. But yeah, that's uh, I do remember oh. it being very green and beautiful. Which I live in Colorado, is has its own kind of beauty, but it's more of a desert. So that's uh, 
it's different. Colorado, kind. I've been, you know, three times now, I think. And the first time I went, I drove. And I remember thinking when we got in Colorado, I was so confused because I'm like, wait, like a whole half of the sta- state is yeah. flat. Right. And when you think about Colorado, you just think about mountains. And I'm like, oh, no, no. The nope. whole eastern half has yep. no mountains. It's like driving through Kansas. The eastern plains basically is Kansas. Yeah, it's just, that's it's all just dust and corn and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. Well, what what are you passionate about that's not your podcast? Um, That's an interesting question, actually. I It's hard because part of the reason why I started the podcast is because I am, because of some of the things I'm passionate about. And so... Um, I am super passionate about connecting women with each other, typically in some type of faith aspect. So I absolutely love to meet people, find out something about their story and then be like, hey, 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 like I know this person over here who she can give you all kinds of tips about that. And um, I know maybe to some people that doesn't seem like a passion, but I mean, it just really fires me up when I can connect people in that way. Um, I love photography. Um, it's definitely a creative outlet for me. Mm. So I am passionate about that. And I mean, I hate to be so cliche, but I really am passionate about learning more about God's word and just how to understand it and apply it to my life and helping my kids understand it a little bit more um, and apply it to their lives. So that's some things I would say. Yeah, I love that. It, well, it is so important. You got to learn how to, how to study scripture. If you had this, so I've got degrees in, in Bible, but I've, mm-hmm. I've tried I really wish. hard to teach my kids differently than what I've learned. Is that, Amen. yeah. Do you struggle with that? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting because speaking of podcasting, I'm getting ready to have a conversation with somebody who wrote mama bear apologetics, which is really all about, you know, you got to teach your kids how to engage culture because we live in this myth where you just can kind of think, oh, if I take my kids to Sunday school and Awana and all the things, they're going to love Jesus or, um, oh, they'll come back to the church. And we've, we've learned in postmodern Christianity, that's just not true. And so I definitely have several friends who are like, you talk to your kids about X, Y, or Z. And I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I want them to know that people doubt their faith. I want them to know that there are really hard things that happen in the world that I don't have the answers to and that aren't super clear in the word. Right. (laughs) So we talk about all the hard things at our house. Oh man. I love that. That is, uh, yeah. So, so important. Okay. So you mentioned you started your podcast about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell, tell us about that. Like, what was that process like for you? So it's funny because some people just start, right? And um, it was about a year-long process for me. Yeah. I, I've i been a stay-at-home mom since, I mean, I was a physical therapist before my kids were born. And then- I don't think I knew that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I've never told you that, but uh, yes. So I was a PT. And then um, when Bennett was born, I didn't work I mean, I did contract work, so you could say it was part-time, but some weeks it wasn't part-time. And then when my middle one came along, um, I just, I stopped working altogether. And so at that time, I, I liked to be doing something, but it definitely was overwhelming to be in the work world. Well, when we moved to Raleigh, you know, I didn't know a lot of people and, um, as I was meeting people, I still just love, love, love. I mean, a lot of the people here immediately would say, 
how do you get to know people so fast? Like you've been here <laughs> two months and you know more of the church than we do. And it really just sparked something inside of me because I've kind of always known that about myself, but it was just different for some reason that time. And so I started thinking, you know, how can I put these things together? Um, this passion for connecting people. I love to learn um, and I love to talk. So what better way to learn and connect people than through podcasting? And that yeah. kind of came about, um, I started processing through, you know, what would I talk about? Who would my audience be? And about a year Eh, about 10 months into the process, I really started writing stuff down. Who would I interview? What would I do? And I mean, then from that point, I just decided like, I'm going to learn. And I just started looking mm. up all the free things and set a date, started recruiting a little bit of a launch team. And that was that. So yeah. it was pretty cool. I love that. So that's, that's really good. I think you did a couple of good things. Is that, are you one of those people who like takes a while to process through things? It just kind of lets it percolate in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yes. And no, I mean, mm. I'm definitely not a super spur of the moment person, yeah. but I will say once I decide to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm not someone who's just going to sit and it's going to percolate for like 10 years. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, so I am going to think through it. I'm definitely going to take, there's going to be a couple systems put in place. So I'm not sporadic, but I'm also not like, okay, I'm going to think about this for four <laughs> years and never do it. Right. Right. Yeah. So then you, I was going to mention that because then you're like, I decided once I decided, then it was done. Like I was going to go that's right. and do it. And that's the biggest thing you got to do um, yes. with, with podcasting. You just got to decide to go do it. What was your most significant obstacle? Honestly, getting behind the microphone and feeling comfortable there. Yeah. I had no problem sitting um, and having a conversation with people, but man, you turn on this mic and all of a sudden <laughs> it is so hard to just be natural, be yourself, right. have a conversation. And then you're, you know, you try to record intro and outros and I would just, and I've told you before. I feel like I'm reading from a paper, you know, and you gave me a good tip of pull somebody up and, and stare at them and act like they're your audience. And I was like, oh, yes, that helps. Nice. Just, in, or, or, you know, Sam, come in here and sit down and let me act like I'm talking to you. And right. so, yeah, that helped. But that really was the biggest obstacle for me. Yeah, is trying to feel comfortable behind the mic. Well, that's a good tip for how to kind of get over that. Um it, it can be hard to kind of get used to your own voice, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Your own voice and get to the point where if you're an interview podcaster, being able to just have kind of this reciprocal back and forth and learning when to jump in, when not to jump in, um, when to take the conversation in a different direction, um, when to keep digging a little bit more. And that just, that comes with practice, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. The, the more you do, the better you're going to get, right? Absolutely. That's just how that goes. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Okay. So who's your podcast for? So for me, right? Um, I love it's that. It's great when your podcast audience is exactly who you are. I mean, the majority, of course, there's always these outliers, but I mean, it really is for the woman who, you know, loves Jesus. Maybe she's struggling though in that walk with Jesus. Um, you, you can feel oh, I'm really close in my walk with Christ when it comes to consistent quiet time, but I don't really feel like I 
am in his presence very often, if that makes sense. You know, this, you're, you know Jesus, but you're really struggling in certain areas, which is every Christian on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whether they want to admit it or not. Right. <laughs> and then that age group is definitely... Uh, I would say around, you know, 30 years old up to about 50. And so it really is people like me, definitely a lot of moms or um, just people that are want to be moms. And so that's who I would say uh, my target audience is for sure. Yeah, I love that. I love what you say that it's for you. That is so, um, it's so powerful. I think in many ways we create the podcast we need. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's absolutely, that's absolutely how it goes. So friends, if you're, if you're like struggling to figure out who your audience is, who are you and what do you need? What, and how does that intersect with your passions and your interests and kind of what's, what's not out there already. Right. Like that, those are the three things to look for. Um, wow. I love that. Okay. Um, so when you started your show, what was the change you wanted to make in the world with it? Yeah. Um, this one's a little bit harder for me because I I do feel like sometimes I struggle with there being a lot of shows like mine, but here is what I really, this is what I really focused on at the time. There are so many people in the entire world that just because there are a lot of shows that are similar doesn't mean the people locally in your area know about those shows. Right. So I was constantly telling people like, oh, you should listen to this episode of blah, blah, blah. And that was part of it. We're like, well, I could do that episode and be like, you should listen to the episode I did <laughs> and that I can be learning and you can be learning. Right. Um, and so the change that I really did want to make is to continue to show people like we know stories happen. The majority of us know that God uses broken people. But I don't think sometimes we really get just how wide and how deep and how high that goes. Like we hear that about his love, but do we understand the actual implications of his kingdom work across the board? Um, that can kind of sound confusing, but I mean, he can work in your life if you've been brought up in the church and you have all kinds of just bad theology. You know, if you've been abused and traumatized. Like there's just all of these different ways and God works in all of them. Uh, which is beautiful, right? Isn't that great to see? Uh, it's really incredible. And I think the more we understand that, the more we have empathy for other people too. Absolutely. Has that changed? Like hearing all these stories, has it changed your faith at all? It's absolutely changed my faith because growing up in such a small area, and I think this is one of the beauties of technology, too. It can be so overwhelming. There can be so much information. But through podcasting, um, definitely just the realization that God doesn't just work in the people who look like you, who believe all the same things that you believe, who vote the same ways that you do, who... Um, have a lot of money, who don't have a lot of money. And it's changed me because it's helped me to see God's image really is in every single person. And they're on a path and I'm on a path and that journey, we're all at different places. And so don't underestimate God's ability to change that person's heart or to just mature them. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So one thing for my show, uh, and our shows are similar in some ways, as far as like hearing people's stories. And I like, I just know that having heard so many stories that people change, right. That people, absolutely. people do grow and we have to leave room for people to be at where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't like it or I look back and I go, okay, I was there in my twenties or I was there in my late thirties or, you know, whenever and I go, okay, it's been a while, but I remember feeling that way. Right. Or I can, I can feel like it's okay. I can leave some room for you to grow a little bit and maybe yeah. do it in a different way. Like I would, today I would rather ask questions than like tell somebody why they're wrong. Right. <laughs> yes. And that is a good point. Cause that's another way that podcasting is definitely helped me and not just podcasting, but the fact that I'm constantly talking about my, my faith and someone else's faith and their journey and my journey is just listen, pay attention, ask a few more questions. And you just, you might have your eyes open to something that you didn't expect. Um, it doesn't all have to look and be the exact same way. And so, yes, I agree. Do you have any favorite episodes of your show? Eric. I mean, we're all podcasters. Don't we all? Have... It's funny. The reaction like most podcasters are like, um, how do you just choose one? Every episode's my thing. No. Just... Well, or they say it's, they're all my children. I'm like, yeah, but there's, but there's this other reason. Favorite children. Let's don't lie. <laughs> well, some of them cause you more or less work, right? Like there's That's a, exactly yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, but I do, we, we love them all. Just it's, their relationships are different. Okay. So what I'm getting at with that question is like, what, which ones, one or ones do you think yeah. really encapsulate what you're trying to accomplish? Cause that's, that's usually what are my favorites. Yeah. So when I interviewed Rebecca Bender, who, um, is a survivor of human trafficking. Oh, wow. Um, and she wrote the book in pursuit of love. And I had read that book because it, I mean, it released and right around the time that I was interviewing her and that wasn't even planned, but it just, she does such a great job in not just telling her story, but also educating that it was so powerful for me to have read her whole story and just absolutely loved the book. Like I said, because it's not just her story. She does a great job teaching you about red flags and what are some of the things that, you know, you're believing that are lies about this whole industry. And um, then to talk to her in person and she was just so vulnerable and honest yet straightforward. That is probably one of my all time favorite episodes. And then another one is Susan Alexander Yates came on my, she's been on my show a couple of times, but she's a a mom of five, like a grandmother of 15. (laughs) Wow. I know. And she came on and talked about thriving in transition. And at that moment in my life, I mean, when you have young kids, isn't it just constantly a transition? Yeah. Um, there was just a lot of transition going on. And it's something I've wrestled with for years. And her wisdom, I mean, it just oozed out of her. And she's fun and cheery. And, you know, I mean, she's she's been through it. So... I could go on and on and tell you all kinds, but those are two of my absolute favorites. Yeah. I love that. And I love the heart. Cause yeah, I think it comes out, right. You're, you're really trying to address, and those are some big topics, right? Mm-hmm. They're big topics, but you're trying to give your audience 
kind of a, a, a foothold, if you will, in that, in that topic, like here yeah. is just a little, a little bit of just get started right here. Here's a good, a good handle on it. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, like with Rebecca, I mean, she spent six years and a lot of people wow. would, we ask the questions, why don't these people leave? And once you begin to learn and read and dig in, you understand it's a lot more complicated than you think. And that's the value of really sitting and listening and reading and interviewing and understanding. Um, and now, you know, she loves and serves Jesus. And she has this story that she can educate so many people. Really astounding. Yeah. I guess maybe we touched on this earlier, but what, what would you say that you've learned through podcasting? Well, I've learned to be a better listener for sure. Um, I've learned to be a lot more comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Oh, see, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've learned to not shy away from hard questions. Um, or it's okay to look at someone personally, like in a face-to-face conversation, just say, I don't have an answer for that. Um, and then again, I've also learned that the way God works, I, I, I can't even hardly put words to it. The more and more people you talk to from a variety of locations, experiences, nationalities, personalities, the more you realize he truly is the one who is the maker of all. I mean, there's just no way anything else happens. So yeah. those are definitely some of the things, you know, as a result of my podcast. I love that. All right. What's your best advice for new podcasters? <laughs> well, for me, I want to be like, nail down your mission. Do yeah. not... If you're new, I do think one of the first tips, you know, people are like, just get started. But I think it's really overwhelming if you just get started and you have no real clear plan about where you're going. And I don't mean a five-year plan. I mean, I decided I'm committing to this for one year. And for one year, when this launches on February 9th, well, February something, 2019, I'm going to put out a new episode every single week for one year, no matter what besides like a few breaks that I had already worked in as a summer break and a Christmas break. And then at the end of that year, if I pray through this or I'm just like, this is causing everybody around me too much stress, then walk away. And so I feel like you do at least need a one year kind of, you know, commitment to put it out there. And then if you have a mission, it's a whole lot easier when you're struggling to look back and say, okay, wait a minute. My mission behind this is to encourage believers that God can use you to impact his kingdom, no matter your story. Do I believe that? Am I doing that? If the answer is yes and yes, then just keep going. Uh, Yeah. So that's what I would say. That's gold right there. You absolutely have to have a mission, right? I think so this yeah. is why I asked the question, what change did you want to see, right? Or what change did you want to make? Cause I, I think so many, like, um, I'm not a fan of banter. Like I just banter makes me crazy. So, so many people try, <laughs> try to do like a banter. We're going to just banter about, uh, you know, current events or whatever. And I get it. And that there's some value there. Um, but that's not really a mission. 
right? That's not really like, you got to know what you want to change. Like what, what's not out there that you want to see that you think needs to be out there. That really matters. I love that. uh, So you've been podcasting over a year, so you must've decided, okay, I'm accomplishing this and I want to keep going. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there were different, there were, there was a little bit of a crisis where I was like, oh, I don't know because it's a lot of work and you know, yeah. It's not like we're rolling in the dough over here, but, right. um, you know, but you're right. Like when you can look back and evaluate, um, am I accomplishing these things? It does make it a whole lot easier to move forward or to just walk away. Yeah. I think that's really good. I know for me, one of the most important moments in my podcast, I didn't commit to a year. I, here's what I did. I started, I had 13 episodes ready to go. I released three and I had 10 weeks of just like episodes publishing. And, um, but we started to get to the end of that 10 weeks. I was like, I need to, what am I going to do? You know, is this, I had called it season one in order to give myself room in case I decided to not do it and just to come back later. Mm -hmm. And I had to, at some point go, you know what? I actually want to keep going with this and I'm going to commit for me, the, you know, doing my best meant producing one every single Monday, no matter what. And so sometimes they were solo episodes in that first year because I just didn't have any guests and I was not like up to that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to talk about some of my favorite stories. Um, and sometimes it was, I was up till 1130 on a Sunday night, getting ready yeah. for a, a Monday release when I had to be at work at six in the morning and I was grouchy the next day, you know, like, that's right. Uh, but I had to commit to it and I had to say, yes, I'm going to go ahead and do it no matter what, um, whatever you're going to do. So I've actually decided this just recently that um, not, not just one year, cause I'm, some of my show is about four years old. I yeah. committed to uh, 10 years and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do this podcast for 10 years. That'll probably be enough. That'll be a, like, that'll be for halfway yeah. there. That's a lot of stories of, of the spiritual journey. That is a lot but. of stories, but. <laughs> But I mean, that's the thing, like, even if you just decide you're a new podcaster and you, I think the goal, and I realize not everybody is like this. Um, even if you just say, okay, I'm going to do two months, I'm going to do three months. There's something about setting a goal before you that motivates you to keep going. Um, and even those of us who are just flighty and, oh, that's not a nice word, um, (laughs) who maybe aren't as organized with that. I guarantee if you think back over your life and some of the times that you've been the most productive, it has been because someone has put a deadline on you. Um, and while three months isn't necessarily a deadline, it is a goal to yeah. reach. And so I, I just think there's a lot of, of value in that. And then also remembering you do get better. The more you do it, you do get better. Um, it gets easier. You know, you can't work on everything at the beginning. I'm just now starting to streamline more of my processes so that it's not taking me so long. Right. And I'm just now having the um, bandwidth to do that because I have three people at home. Um, so, yeah, not comparing and really realizing that it takes some time to get in a really good rhythm. Yeah. Right. That is totally right. Give yourself a little bit of room to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Um, what's next for you? Referring to what? For, well, po- podcasting. Yeah. Or whatever you, you would like to talk about. That's good. Um, oh, I wanted to, <laughs> well, are you going to drop a bomb right here? 
No, 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 no. Oh, no. I'm right. not. I'm not. I can't do it. Is this an exclusive? Come on, Amber. No, you know, but I don't want everybody out there to know. No. So I did recently score probably my biggest oh, yeah. interview ever um, for me. You know, I mean, I'm 82 episodes in. And when this person said yes, I literally, my kids were like, mom, what is going on? I was like dancing and singing. And that is not really me at all. Yeah. And so when I say, I mean, what's next? I mean, that's in air quotes. I just get really, really excited now when I can look and I'm not one that just wants to have, you know, oh, I want Christian celebrities on my show. No, but there is something about you having that list of people that are dream guests for you. And they may not be big for anybody else. But because they're big to me, it it's like getting to the end of the semester and getting all A's, right? It's just like, yes, this work has paid off. <laughs> um, and so that's next for me. And I'm really nervous about it, but I'm excited about it. And then as far as in anything else, my kids are, my middle child just transitioned into a hybrid model school, not because of COVID. That's just what we do. It's a, you go to school two days a week and you're homeschooled three days a week. And so we're really trying to establish some family rhythms around that at home and um, getting some better routines at home that will help my kids long-term. And so that really is a lot of my focus right now. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, All right. Well, Amber, I love this. I love your podcasting journey. I love what you're doing. I think it is very good. Uh, we featured you, I think, in Podcast Magazine. Did a review I'm not so too long ago, which is really great. And that's because I think you're doing great work. People can find you at graceenoughpodcast.com. Where else on, on social media can they find you? Um, well, you can find me most places, but I, I like to be on Instagram. Um, it's graceenoughpodcast underscore Amber. Um, so that's where I like to hang out. I feel like everybody's kind of nice over there. <laughs> I haven't um, delved into spicy Twitter with you quite yet, Eric. <laughs> yes, there's this thing called weird Christian Twitter, and I keep uh, I keep trying to like stay on the fringes of that. I don't want to go too deep, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just hop over there every now and then when I'm feeling a little bit um, like, oh, I need to get edgy. Yeah, right. <laughs> See what's going on. Just a little bit. I love that. All right. Well, Instagram's a great place. Again, graceenoughpodcast.com, friends. Amber, thanks so much for sharing your journey. Thank you, Eric, for sh- and for all the ways that you constantly help me. Oh, you're you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Hey, one of those ways is Christian Podcasters Association. So That's right. Come join us. If you're not in yet, guys, ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com. You get that free bronze membership and access to the Facebook group, which you can just look up in Facebook. Uh, ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com. we got a great community. And if you're a Christian podcaster, it's the premier membership for Christian podcasters. We want you in. Thanks a lot, Amber. 